0: Before we start our uncensored podcast today, we have a special guest to help us kick it off, and who would be on the phone right now?
1: Hey, Miguel and Holly, how are you guys doing? Jacob, oh, two we're
2: times. so good, Jacob. Jacob, how are you?
1: I am doing awesome. I am doing awesome, especially because you are on the radio. And guess how many CDs you have on your big spindle, Holly? You want to guess? Um.
2: Okay. Um. I've got. Five year. CDs. Five
1: CDs on the no. spindle. No, 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 no. It's a big spindle, though, oh. Miguel. It's a big spindle. Oh, um, I'm going
0: to say, I don't know. That would be because are we talking about all five years we've been here, Jacob?
1: Well, that's on a small spindle that I started, though, but this is a bigger spindle that I actually started. So it. So a big spindle can hold 100 CDs, Miguel. Can you believe that? So wow. So this is
2: stuff uh, from our show? Is that what this is?
1: Yes. Hmm. And wow. some of it's from your podcast, too. Uh, some of it's from your old podcast, you know? Wow. I say 62. Scott says 62. No, no 47. Whoa!
3: 47!
2: Wow! That is incredible.
1: And, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what, Holly O'Connor? Um, I have cerebral palsy, and I... Right. I have cerebral palsy and I was born blind. That's what my mental disorder is, Holly. So if you want to explain that to your listeners I do. Listeners Thank on the you podcast. for filling
2: me in because I could never remember exactly what it was and I didn't want to get it wrong. So I appreciate it.
1: And, and Holly, guess what, Holly? You do have the best midday show co-hosted by Miguel Fuller <laughs> from 6 a.m. till 10 a.m., you know? Yes, we will take
0: it. Yep. And Jacob, tell everybody what podcast are they listening to right now?
1: Okay, 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 okay. If I have to sing it as a jingle for you, let me sing it, okay? Oh, please. (laughs) Please. I'm ready. You are listening to the Miguel and Holly. You are listening to the Holly Midday Podcast. You are listening to the Holly Podcast co-hosted by Miguel Fuller on Hot (laughs) 101.5. Yes! Thank you, Jacob. We love you. I love you too. We'll do it again next week, same time, same station, right next Tuesday, right? You
0: got That's it. Right! Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo hoo oh! and my ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? (laughs) And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. This is the Miguel and
1: Holly Uncensored Podcast.
0: Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Thank you to Jacob Two Times for helping us start the podcast today in clarifying life What's going on? Thank yep. you, Jacob. We yep. love you. Always appreciate Jacob uh, contributing to our Wednesday show. Same station, same time. That's right. Um, before we get into the meat of everything with the podcast, I wanted to read an email that we got Oh, from a new uh, Miguel and Holly Uncensored Platypus fam member.
2: Oh, hey, welcome to the fam, fam.
0: Uh, This is from Jenny in San Diego.
2: Oh, she out west.
0: Yeah. She said, uh, hi, San Diego fan here. Before I ask for a sticker, which you can always shoot me an email to get a Miguel and Holly sticker. uh, Miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. Just send me your name and your address. She said, San Diego fan here. Before I ask for a sticker, I would just I just would personally like for you to know that I am in a self-love journey and have been seeing a mental health therapist for a few months now. Mm. I found your podcast while I have been seeing my therapist and just want to thank you because you guys have been an integral part of my self-love journey. You guys have made a really positive impact on me with your kind words and the advocacy you guys have towards mental health. Thank you so very much, Miguel, Holly, and Scott. Love, Jenny.
2: That's awesome. I'm so glad that that we can be that for her.
0: Right. Absolutely. And I feel like the more that we can talk about therapy and normalize it, which it should be because we should all be going down that route, um, I think is it only benefits everyone.
2: It does. Because... When someone is in pain mentally and maybe doesn't even know it, but has all of these unhealed wounds, all you're doing is going out and then unintentionally sometimes hurting others because you don't even know you're hurt yourself. Right. So like one person healed at a time can help heal others.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're glad to be able to help you break the cycle of whatever hurt and trauma that you're going through. Uh, Scott, you're still in Vero Beach, and you're eating? You have us on mute. Oh. There we go.
3: I'm sorry. I had to answer a call from my dad. Oh. Oh. How's Daddy Tavlin doing? He's okay, actually. I don't know if you just asked me something, but I have to go open the door for someone.
0: Oh, oh. okay. That's fine. We'll <laughs> let you get to go that. Go ahead. Go get your door. <laughs> go ahead. We'll do this that. is my life. <laughs> He's, like, trying to do a job, and his dad's like, hey!
2: Yeah. Hey! No, I... I get it. I very much get it. Because, like... <laughs> I'm I'm there's I I'm not mad at his dad or anything. I don't even know his dad really, but mm. like I really strive for when Maya is grown up to be a parent that realizes that their kid has grown up. Mm. I can't imagine it's 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 uh easy. No. Because once you birth a human, you sort of feel like that responsibility never goes away.
0: Right, because you can't just turn it off.
2: No, and you never turn off that sense of responsibility or caring or worry. You don't turn those off. But what must be so hard, and my kid is only seven, so I don't, I'm do not i h- not there yet, but what must be so hard is to let go and just know that your kid is a, a whole other human that doesn't belong to you.
0: Mm. I can't
2: imagine the level of self-awareness and um, strength it must take. But that's what I strive for. It right. Just, it, but I, when I see, like, Scott's dad, you know, like, he has, like, like the headbutts that he and his dad have, or I obviously see it all the time with my mom. Right. It's just difficult. It's, right. It's hard because you want to be like, hey, you did a good job. I'm a grown-ass human now, and I need to be one.
0: Do you ever feel like you get into those arguments with your dad, Scott, since you've been home of, like, hi, I'm not 18 or 17 anymore. Like, I'm a grown-ass adult. Or in
2: your head, maybe. Yeah, it,
3: it's, it's hard to really compare it now because I think the situation we're in now, mm. it's like I, I tread lighter. Like, before everything was going on with my mom, and I'm in Vero Beach right now because of a family emergency with my mom, we would butt heads on that fact of just, like, I know where I stand on certain things or whatever the case may be of me, you know, finding my path. I think the harder thing for just I guess anybody that when you work from home and thank goodness like y'all don't work from home is because like they don't understand like when I'm on a mic or mm. how sensitive the mic could be, you know, and so like it's just kind of like a funny thing where, you know, we could be literally in the middle of a segment on the on the show and yeah, like my dad's in the background eating cereal. <laughs> Can and we it's hear like, it. If it was like a normal like Life that we were living in over here in Bureau right now with everything, I would call him out on it and kind of like we would make it a joke and kind of bring it to his awareness. Right now, it's it's so weird in this position because I'm able to notice how much you know my dad's able to handle right now, and I could see that it's like I'm just trying to do everything on the back end because as su- like it's so much happening as soon as I I don't want to fight back because then it's gonna push. You know, the water over the cup. You it's don't be, want to be you know, an additional overkill.
2: issue for your dad to deal exactly. with. And, exactly. And,
3: and that's kind of where we're at right now in this particular situation. In the past, I definitely would butt heads because we're very similar in the fact that we're very headstrong and we know what we want and we have certain things that we like to do a certain way. And my dad has a way of, you know, he's very much type A mm. and he's very much has that controlling part of him that right. always wants to, you know, do things the way he likes to do it. And I have to remind him, I'm like, like, like I, I did it. Like, you could trust me pretty much. Like, And that's where I think where we're at now that I'm about to turn 24 and I'm kind of, you know, it's still plenty to learn, but I'm finally at a point where I'm like, I, I'm good. Like, even it surprised him yesterday where like, I guess he put in towels or something. And he kind of freaks out because, you know, my mom's not here to do a bunch of the chores that normally she would do. So he's doing laundry and towels and everything. And he came home and he saw that there's a new load in the wash and he thought it was his. And he was like, oh, my God, has that been sitting there all day? I was like. No, like I, I put it in the dryer i took it out i folded it i even put it away like you're good like i got i do stuff during the day when you're at work you know i'm, I'm picking up the back end and i don't bring it up because there's no need for you to know about that right now right. because that's just added stuff on your head that you already have a gajillion things already going through so it is a weird situation right now
0: and at least now because of the lessons you know how to do laundry correctly so your dad doesn't have to worry about you putting in a red, uh, dress up shirt with the white one and making it pink.
3: Yeah, we, well, I do kind of, cause he's never, he's done it, but he hasn't done it in a while because of my mom. And I have to remind him of like, you know, not to stress out too much about those things because it's like the laundry. He's like looking up on Google, like what heat does this go at? And <laughs> I wash this with this. And he's like, sees the tag and it's like, it says delicate. I can only wash you with delicate. I'm like, dad, like, it's, it's a towel. It's uh, going to be okay. Yeah. Right. Like, put it in with the towel. Like, we're good. And I have to, like, be there to constantly remind them of, like, these basic tasks of, you know, how to kind of put it on the path that I've been on for the past couple months of just, you know, not freaking out too much. Like, we can figure out the laundry. We got it.
0: Um, I actually, because I thought this was an interesting topic that we've never talked about before. So I actually called my mom, and she's on the phone right now. Hey, mom. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey Holly. Hey, Hello. Son. Hey. How
4: y'all doing?
2: We're good. Huh. Well, I mean, we Scott's hanging in there by yeah. his thread, but you know, overall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just we're taking it yeah, day by I know day. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Scott is here. Uh so mom, what we're talking about right now, because I don't know, because we, we you and I haven't chatted in a minute about what's going on with Scott and his mom and COVID and all that stuff. Do you know?
4: Uh, a little bit. Um, I saw him, um, on Facebook and I was like, is that Scotty being serious?
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's
2: dealing with a lot, I, I, you know?
4: I, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear about your mom and you and your family's in my prayers, but she'll, well, she's strong. She'll fall through it.
3: I agree. And I really appreciate it. I, I, I think she will. I mean, she's definitely been through a lot, so she keeps on chugging.
0: Yeah. Um,
4: Yeah.
0: Mom, what I was curious about is you have raised now two men. Uh, How how old is Kwanzie?
4: 42.
0: Woo! You got a 42-year-old mama. Girl, 42-year-old. Hey, Hey, you right behind us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and now I'm 35. So was it weird for you seeing us as kids that needed uh you know you to help us uh, live? Right. And then all of a sudden we're like, "All right, I'm good. I can take care of myself." Was it weird for you to make that transition as a parent?
4: No. I was glad you all was gone. <laughs>
2: I love, I love. She just tells
4: it like it is. As they say, freedom, freedom. <laughs> I can
0: do what I want to do now. <laughs> She's like, "All right, bye. Get out of my house. You done." <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Now, who was easier to let go, me or my brother Quanzy? Quanzy. <laughs> really? How so? Why Kwanzy. so?
4: Well, <laughs> he was. He was a pain in the butt, and um. I was uh, one one word about him because he was like he had street sense, Mm. and you you was sheltered up under me so long. You know, I I tried to instill the street sense in you.
2: You did um, through fear. Yes, he he was afraid of everything. Yes, you did your job.
4: Yeah, so, you know, I was—and and then, too, you was my baby, so you know mm. how it is with, with your baby.
0: Right. Wow. You don't
4: want to turn loose.
0: Wow. Uh, so what were you most afraid of when I went off to college? What made you nervous the most?
4: Well, knowing that you had not been around a lot of black people and you being gay— That was my biggest fear. I I remember when you went on, um, I think it was the senior trip, when you went to the Bahamas, I was so scared. Because that was like, you know, right before I found out that you was gay, and I was so scared because I knew how cruel people can be against gay people. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if you knew how to handle yourself. Mm. But I guess I did pretty good. Teaching
1: you that too, so. Yeah. I
0: love it. Oh, this is interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so to sort of shift from like the serious to sort of the silly, um, and I am so mad at myself as a radio person that I didn't think about this a month ago. Um, mom, have you heard the song "Wap" by
4: Wow Cardi
0: B and Megan The Stallion? Oh dear, dear Lord.
4: Um, yeah, I heard it, but I couldn't understand what they were saying. I'm going to have to, um, put the words to the video. So did you? I, I can't, Oh, I can't understand rap. Uh, well, I don't
2: know what they be saying. They talk to too read fast. The words, because.
0: Yeah, I, I got to read the words. I think
2: reading the words would be best.
0: Um, so...
4: <laughs> But I love, I love, I love both of them. Right. Megan right. and Cardi.
0: No, okay. Girl there. Mm-hmm. So h- how many times have you actually listened to the song, Mom? I only once. I'm 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 watching TV all day. Ah.
4: Um, I, only, I only saw it once.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So we're gonna have to because I think on YouTube they don't have like the explicit version. It's just the I don't think so. it's just the the censored version.
2: I don't know though. I we can double check, but I don't think
0: yeah, I gotta figure out a way. Um, I, 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 cause I had a feeling since you're not driving a lot, um, you probably didn't hear like the hubbub about it, cause you've sort of gotten off of social media, mom, right? A little bit. I'm, I'm just being nosy.
2: <laughs> She's lurking.
0: Right, but you sort of missed. Go ahead. I sort of miss what? Oh, you've missed the hubbub around WAP when it first came out. Yeah. What happened? So, um, do you know what WAP means? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, why gosh. are you making everybody it uncomfortable? Me. It's not uncomfortable. Explain listen, listen. Okay. I heard my mom listen to worse songs from back in the day.
2: Oh, I don't doubt that she's gonna love it. I right. just—it's like you're dragging it out, like it's this—I th- don't know what—and I'm just like. Please let's just rip off the Band-Aid. Okay. Let's...
4: Exactly. What 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 are they talking about because I mean The li- Megan, well, Here's oh, what it is. What, what got me um hooked on Megan was that song um Big Booty Girl. Mm.
2: So, here's the oh, big, yeah. the crazy about WAP is that it is super super explicit and they talk about um you know, and honestly, it's sort of in a way like a female empowerment anthem, if mm-hmm. you will. It's just a female empowerment anthem with really dirty lyrics.
0: Right. So it's sort of like if you took a uh, "Push It" uh, by Salt and Pepper, right, or uh, "Let's Talk About Sex,"
2: yeah, and
0: they like that was talked like about the it. The
2: explicitness of right. the '90s, without you know actually saying. what the vulgar words
0: yeah not that
2: males don't do this too right but i think it was just you know there's it's there's so many explicit words shoved into it that it's like we can't really even play it on the radio because even the edited version is too um too naughty yeah
0: they uh pack it all into the little tiny garage oh
2: you got the explicit Uh, dirty version i think
0: this is the explicit version you gotta
2: listen really close though
0: okay mom are you ready I'm ready. This is the music video, so... house. I
1: said
4: certified free. Seven days a week. There's some ass pussy. Out. Make
1: There's that pull-out game weak. Yeah yeah, 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 are yeah, you fucking out. with There's some wet ass out. pussy. In a bucket and a mop. We got for this
0: pussy. Beat it up. Okay, before we go into, <laughs>
1: yep.
4: I hear that all day when 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 I'm sitting here with my windows up. So. Uh, <laughs> um. Wow.
0: Okay. So, what are your first thoughts just from the first part so of this? Can
2: you understand where they got WAP from? W A P.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't you don't have to advertise it. You don't even got to put it into words like that. You know, have a little respect for yourself and for other ladies. That's the only thing I don't like about it. Um, but like I say, I I, I like them. I like to see them dance. Mm-hmm. They know can move. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's yeah, a lot. It's the words a lot. are a little bit. Too much. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Just too much. Let's just it's, pl- it's, it's
0: embarrassing, too, for us ladies. Mm. Holly, do you think it's embarrassing? Because I, I don't. I mean, obviously, I'm not a woman. Right. So I can't but also, speak for I? you a- right.
2: as a as a And you especially as a gay man, I feel like. There's a lot out there in the gay community that is so um, that can be outrageous, right? To like a straight person, for mm-hmm. example. But for the gay, the average gay, you would think that's kind of par for the course, right? So I think that's why it doesn't phase you as much. Mm-hmm. Um, am I embarrassed? Um, maybe a little bit, hmm. and I I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure that I would say embarrassed, but maybe something in that wheelhouse only because and like i've seen the conversations online where it's like you know you're you're sexist if you allow men to use like you know Suck on this D in a song, but but women can't say like what ass pussy in a song. I just said it out loud, and I'm like nervous. (laughs) But but like that, but like that's that's how society has made us, right? So we were crafted to be that way. And I'm not like ashamed or embarrassed of my own body or like anything like that. But it's just you don't hear it that often, I guess. So you could kind of you can see all the sides. Like I get it, yeah. Women should absolutely be able to put out this type of song if men do. But it's like societally speaking, women for the since the beginning of time have been told you don't speak like this, right. So I don't really know how to take it. it's it's a it's a it's a weird thing,
0: right. I mean, to me, I look at it as, you know, like, yes, in the gay world, and obviously, I always have to preface it with like, I'm painting a very broad brush, yeah. you know, because you have gays from different types of um, their threshold for that sort of thing is different. Lots. Um, But for me, I look at it as empowerment, sort of like when people say with pride, you know, they're like, oh, my God, why do they let uh, Bradley's or one of the gay bars have, you know, the male dancers dancing on the pole in the parade? And to me, I'm like, we are celebrating different types of sexuality because for so long, I mean, even now with my boyfriend, Abe being a person who's been on the radio here in Tampa Bay for five years, uh, we live in a very, um, uh, free and accepting community. Whenever he takes my hand, when we're downtown, I still look around and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Let me just make sure because I know that it's, it was looked down upon for so long. And so to me, as a, a, a man who is a feminist, but obviously who is not a woman, but I appreciate and advocate for you all, equal pay, equal everything. Um, I think that if you want to represent your sexuality in that way, mm-hmm. it should be okay and it shouldn't be looked down upon because for so long you were just looked at as... A baby making machine. Right. That was supposed to clean the house and that was it. Correct. When you actually have thoughts and feelings and sexuality and you don't want to just do it to have babies. You want to do it because it feels good. Right. And you should be able to celebrate that.
2: Yeah. And I totally get that. I also leave room and space for the women that are like, I'm not on board with it. That's not who I am in expressing myself. Right. And then secondarily, not to take over this thing because we're supposed to be more so talking to Miss Angela, but um, as a mother That's of good. a young daughter, <laughs> it's very difficult to navigate to to pull Miguel's phrase navigate yes. those waters. <laughs> I mean,
4: yeah, and I guess I I guess I'm I'm from the old school where it says a lady should be seen and not heard, mm. and this is like a bit too much.
0: Right, right.
4: Interesting. You can make music without saying all of that because both of them are beautiful ladies, beautiful bodies, and you don't have to – to me, it sounds like they're being a whore. Mm. But, I
0: mean – but, okay, so, hold on. I want to challenge you this a little bit, Mom. So, because you are coming from the old school and, you know, Cardi B, she just announced yesterday that she's getting divorced – but you know, I heard that. Just heard that this morning.
4: Mm-hmm. Thank and, you. And ooh, why, why she divorcing him? I take him. He is so fine. <laughs> but anyway, you yeah. don't want
2: him. He's no. he he can't get himself right.
4: No, no, he got a lot That's of issues. Like right. I just. I... I just want him for
0: one night. Oh.
2: Oh, wow. Well, then, by all means.
0: <laughs> by we'll all see. Means. We'll see. But, Mom, that that is the perfect example of what I'm talking about is that, you know, if you wanted to be with Offset or your favorite Bobby Brown, if you wanted to have one night only. Mm-hmm. And what they're describing in this song isn't let me show you my WAP to every person walking down the street. This is with my person we're getting it. And all these analogies that they give about what the WAP is and how it operates and Bucket what it does. And
2: a mop. Yeah.
0: You know, they could be talking. But you don't have to advertise it. You don't have to advertise it. But you're selling. Gosh, dang it. Damn email.
2: Well, here's my take. So, like, uh, it makes them sound like whores. Mm. But we already know Offset to be a whore. Right. Right? Like, so he's stepped out of his marriage to Cardi B multiple times. Mm -hmm. That's the main issue that they have, and that's the reason why she's divorcing him. So it's okay for guys to have multiple partners and not feel any shame or regret about it, but it is not okay for women to do the same. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's, we, and we're in this place in society where we are finally having open discussions about this. So, like, what I feel like what Cardi and Megan did is like, they didn't just kick down the door, they took a damn, <laughs> like, blowtorch. <laughs> And they like burn yeah, down the right. building. <laughs> right? But things like these move the conversation ahead a little bit more. And for that I'm glad. Because right. there it, it it there always has been and there continues to be a double standard. The double standard, by the way, goes across um uh sexes, mm. goes across colors, races, because our society in America is built on this crazy mixed salad of all these different cultures and people and colors and races. And we all have our own individual pride, but we've never really learned how to share. Right. So I feel like it it speaks to a bigger picture of like, let's at least have the conversation. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like whenever you move society forward a little bit more, you have to go To that extreme, like sort of like with the Me Too movement, you Mm -hmm. know, when like it was Harvey Weinstein and then Matt Lauer and it was like, oh, my God. And then it felt a little bit like a witch hunt. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was calling out people that needed to be called out. And then it made guys be like, wait a minute. What am I doing with my behavior? And there was an
2: uncomfortable middle ground right after it sort of exploded where then you had guys that were like, well, I don't even want to talk to women anymore. Where right. It's like, okay, well, now you're just swinging to the other extreme. It rests somewhere in the middle, like right. it always does, kind of like all the social unrest that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. You have people, because we're, we're in the uncomfortableness of it right now, where right. it's like things were one way for so long, like the Me Too movement. The Me Too movement happened, and there was an uncomfortableness of like, I don't know what to say, and I don't am. Was I harassing women? I, uh. Right now, with I would say with George Floyd, you have like the social movement of been the same for a long time. Something happens. Now we're in the uncomfortableness of the aftermath, and we're like swinging to the other way, where it's like where uh you know some of the people that are talking about this on TV and like the news sources and everything, they're swinging wildly to the other way, and where it's like. Now everybody calm down. We will find the middle ground, mm. but you have to go through the uncomfortableness of it.
0: Yeah. That's what absolutely. we
2: saw with with I think with the Me Too movement. Yeah,
0: and the social unrest now. Mm-hmm. And I think with the song WAP where mm-hmm. it makes you have that conversation of like why do you feel uncomfortable? Like Mom, you said you feel like they're being whores. And so that's why I wanted to challenge you on, like, why? Like, what made you think that? Like, obviously— Because women
2: aren't used to speaking that right, way. Exactly. I mean,
0: and, right, exactly. Right, exactly. I mean, it's it's okay
4: to talk like that in private, in the bedroom. But to be out in public, you know, saying it, there's no need for it. Right, but we see— We know we what? got a wet-ass pussy, so you ah! can't I mean, go out there and advertise it, you know?
2: Oh, well, my Hello. day's made.
0: Ah, wow. <laughs> I love it. Um, I will say this, um, and then we'll listen to one more little clip of it, and then we'll let you go, Mom. I know you actually got work to do. Um, but I, I, yeah. You're I, I, <laughs> like,
2: I'm, I'm doing my job. <laughs> Thank it.
0: you. I'm educating the masses. Um, I look at it like this. <laughs> I remember early in my career— Um, And even now, I mean, uh, we got this message. I think it was my birthday or it was something, Holly, recently where you were trying to hide the message from me that a a lady sent where she was like, I love Miguel and Miguel is so great. But does he always have to talk about having a boyfriend and being gay and all this stuff? And I'm like, we don't make it like the you know, gay and Holly show and like, here's the gay show and <laughs> gay, 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 gay,
2: gay, gay in the morning. Right.
0: Like gay we just, right. Like we just talk about it. Like Holly talks about her daughter or Scott talks about his family and his girlfriend. It's just part of the conversation. It's
2: part of life. woman. Right.
0: And it's just people. So but angry. I understand because I, I believe she was a little bit older and yeah, that's,
2: that's what right.
0: And you, that's not something you heard. You never heard a man on the radio talking about his boyfriend like it was something normal. Or it it was always a, here's our special topic, gay relationships, call in now, you know? here's our gay correspondent. Right, right. And so it has taken a minute for people to say, oh, okay, this is fine. Now, I'm not saying that we should always be like, all right, coming up at 720, we're going to talk about your WAP, Holly. Yeah, no. Like, you know, but I'm just saying that it— moves us forward a little bit to be able for women to talk about their sexuality and not feel shame behind it because that's what I see from a, not, a person who's not a woman is I see so much shame like Holly when you were dating and you were single and you know you would talk about stuff like that and you'd be like well I don't and I'm like you should be able to talk about all the stuff you did just like I did because no one ever came for me and was like oh my god Miguel you're being such oh, a whore yeah,
2: but they still they would come and it, it's because we're not used to that in society right and people will still shame ladies
4: but ladies ladies talk like that among themselves with other friends you know a lady would say that because just like me and Teresa, you know we we talk like that but not
0: out in public
4: not out in front of everybody
0: right but i think that there are a lot of women who don't do that even with their friends yeah, there, not, there, you're right. Right. So
2: you, I would say you and Teresa are actually on the rare side, or maybe at least like a halfway, right? Like fifty. Maybe it's like 50-50 Because I have like maybe a friend that I would talk like that with, mm-hmm. but the rest of the we don't we don't use those terms, and we don't talk in that really? type of context, not explicitly. Like we obviously talk about you know sex mm-hmm. and any sort of like womanly issues right but we're not saying like you know we're not slinging around explicit terms right so if it's like a little bit of a difference but it's not that I would look down on someone who did right but we're not trained to do it
0: mhm so it's,
2: it's just it's a th- it's queer it's great qu- crazy thing it is
0: to me it's just it's it's an interesting uh point to just sort of move the conversation forward and then you can find what your comfort level is Uh, mom I'm gonna play you just a little bit more uh, of the song Okay. okay
2: okay nigga catch a charge extra large and extra hard put this pussy right in your face Nose, like a credit card,
1: hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a giggle, kinko, rollin' inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play I
4: wear the skies. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. I don't public, I don't okay. yeah. cook. I don't clean, but let I me get got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me, quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your yeah. shit, bite your yeah. lip, ask for a call while you ride that dick. While you, you really ain't never dick. got him fucking for a thing. He already made his
2: mind up I for he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy. He
0: there you go. So, All right. yeah, I would
2: never have a conversation like that with friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Oh, I do. Ah, and, and see, that's awesome.
4: I'm six to two. That's,
2: i know. That's just how,
4: how me and Teresa talk, you know, because I guess she she's like me. I guess that's why we good friends and we've been friends for so long because what come up come out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But this this song it needs to be rated X. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. This is like a, this is like a porno.
0: Yes. That's why we can't play it on there. <laughs> I mean, even the censored version that I think plays at night yeah. on Hot is even like, oh, wow. That's that, that's just a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Mom, for letting us take up a little bit of your uh, time so we can have a little chit-chat about WAP.
2: Yeah.
4: All right. <laughs> um, All right. Well, Scotty yes how do you see that i got you I'm in my prayers here. baby thank all
2: you all
4: right so hang much in there got you in world. my prayers
3: love you
0: love you thank you bye have a great day right. love you too holly and Miguel, call me later this evening i love you all right love you too bye mom oh all
3: right bye-bye
0: that's so fat. i always find it my mom's values are so fascinating to me Because on one end, she's, like, super liberal. And, like, I grew up watching her friends talk like that. So, like, yes, they're a part of me just because I'm gay. Like, I, you know, talk about those sort of things. Um, But, like, even before that, I was just always exposed to, like, my, I would hear my mom have these conversations with her friends. So, like when I was in middle school and elementary school, like I would hear my mom and her friend talking about all sorts of things, and I'd be like, "Oh my Lord Jesus!" Yeah, no,
2: Margaret would die. <laughs> My mom didn't even, like, my mom never swore around us, and, like, one time we were at some high school football game or something, and somebody said just the F word or whatever, mm-hmm. and she, like, whipped around, yelled at them, and then told me, oh, wow, you know that we don't talk like that.
1: Oh, Which no. Which I
2: had been talking like
1: that
0: Ooh, since
2: middle school, You so... nasty
0: mouth girl. Yeah,
2: I, uh, I was like, okay.
0: You're like, of course we don't, in your house, but outside. Right.
2: That's the thing. I was always respectful in the house. I never said, like, lately, sometimes I... I have let some some choice words fly um at my mom, to my mom, around my mom. Not around my daughter though. Mm. Although her father does. So um, uh, it's a hard line. And right. it, it's so sad actually to me. because um, she's seven and it's been happening her whole life. And so she actually said to me the other day that um it's like somebody some she said some homeless people were looking at daddy's boat and he said, I hope those um bleepers, the F word, mm. don't touch it. And I was like, I'm so sorry, honey. Mm. You don't deserve to be spoken. Th- those wor- You don't deserve to be around when speech like that is happening. And she's right. like, I'm used to it. Mm. And that just hurts me.
0: Well, see, but I, I look at it this way. At I mean, least she
2: knows, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: and that's the thing is that I was the same way. Right. I mean, like, my mom would say stuff like that. And I'd be like, you don't say that, mom. Right. Like, my moral compass and my high horse and soapbox <laughs> came at a very early age. And I knew that sort of thing. Like, right. I knew you don't say that. And so when I became conscious, like, I remember the first time I said bitch mm-hmm. in fifth grade. And I was like, it was like that Key and Peele skit where it was like, bitch. I was looking around the corner like my mom so my my mom would be like I can say it but you can't say it and I was like I won't say it I'm fine Mm -hmm. and so even now like I don't like there have been only a few times I can remember where I've cussed in front of my mom but she just lets it fly freely and I'm like whatever Um, so I just always find that so interesting like did you ever hear your mom talk like that when you were younger Scott?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. On occasion, when it would come up, more so like my dad. And I remember the first time, like I, I dropped like the F word on accident in front of my dad, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And it was like my brother, and my dad, and me in the car. So oh. it was just the more of a conversation. But it's kind of interesting because I feel like I, when I started to use curse words, I did it out of a way of like, "Oh wow, I have a little bit of power," or this mm. was something I wasn't able to do for so long. Let me do it now. And so it's kind of interesting. Like, I don't obviously know how I would address it with my kid, but the more pressure you put on it or the more restriction, I'm not saying like, let your kid cuss, but if you act like it's this gigantic deal, it's like, it makes them want to do it. I remember that feeling. I was like, right. oh, hell yeah. yeah. As soon as I could cuss, it was weird though in my house. Cause I would say like, I could say like, that's not the F word, but like, let's say I say the S word. It would just fly by at a certain point or like, let's say I'd be 14 mm-hmm. and then I would say like crap and my mom would just be like, Scott, you can't, <laughs> it was just weird. So like certain things were like triggers and certain things weren't right. But as soon as I started doing it, it kind of, it like lost its value. And then I didn't really feel the need to. And that's kind of like now I don't really, I don't like to, if I don't, you know, feel the necessary, you know, emphasis on it. I just don't. Mm-hmm.
0: It's fascinating because I know that my boyfriend Abe, his parents let their kids cuss mm-hmm. growing up. And I think this past Thanksgiving when his parents were in town um, and I think when I we were <clears throat> after Thanksgiving dinner and I was drunk and I was talking to his mom and I just had this overwhelming sense of love for her. And I was just like, and I just love how you raised your kids and like they can say bad words in front of you. And clearly like <laughs> you established this relationship with them early on. And it's just so sweet. And she was like,
2: thanks. <laughs> She's like, okay. Well, it's a weird compliment, but I'll take I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I I feel that way too with Maya, but like I, since he's doing all of the swearing and the all the other sort of things that you try to tell kids not to do. Right. Um. I feel like since she's getting it, then I have to be like the other side of it, mm, so she's oh, got yeah. balance. Right. Um. But I tell her that you know we it's not a, it's not appropriate for kids to say those words. Right. And for a long time, like when she was little, I said that dumb and stupid were bad words mm. because I you, nobody wants a mouthy three year old being like you're stupid. Right. Like that's that's not we're not that's headed toward a bad direction. But then this year, she was like, my friend said dumb a lot in school, but I'm trying not to say it. I'm like, you know, those bad words aren't as bad. I'm like, don't use them all the time, but you're allowed to say dumb and stupid. They're not like the bad words. And she's like, I think I know the bad words. And (laughs) and I'm like, okay, what you got? And she's like, you want to say them? I'm like, no, I don't want to say them. She's like, I'll spell them. So I was like, Uh, okay. okay. Oh, this is good. So she goes, okay, so how did she do this? She said, F-U-K-E. I go, (laughs) that's the word, but that's not how you spell it. Okay. Okay. She goes, S-H-E-I-T. I I go, (laughs) again, not the spelling, but you're close. And so we're, like, going through these words. Oh, my god! So, like, she knows them. She knows Mm. what they are. But she also has been, like, trained not to say them, like, out at school right. or like if she were to go over to a friend's house, mm-hmm. I would be mortified if she's over here popping off with the F word. Oh, you know what I mean? Like oh my that's gosh, a whole yeah. like there's this whole other like web of society that you have to play within the rules of. Right. More so, like if she were to say like a bad word, we're I'm trying to get her not to say um um Cause I know, I don't usually say like GD. Mm-hmm. I think I've said it a couple of times in recent years to like, as like, I was so mad that it just popped out. Right. I don't really like saying GD. I don't really like for her to say, oh my God, mm-hmm. it just sounds weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I will take, oh my gosh. Um, like what the heck? Right. I'll take all of those. And I'm not so mad about words, but yesterday she messed up and she doesn't, wasn't even sure how she messed up, but it was a good teachable moment. So I'm, like, going through, and there was a YouTube video she's watching, and I was like, it was, like, a little girl her age that was, like, parading around, like, showing off her body for these two older girls that she was trying to impress. And I'm, like, I don't think this is appropriate. Mm. So I'm, like, you know, we're going to change it. So I took the remote, and she tried to grab it for me and wrestle with me, and I was, like, no, I said this is not appropriate. So I changed it, and she was, like, "Ah, you didn't even do it right. Now I can't even see the other videos. And I was, like,
1: oh.
2: And now we're done.
1: Mm. Now it's bedtime. Mm. So then
2: we... She was like, fine. So she goes in her bed. We get the bedtime routine. About 20 minutes later, she's like in bed. She's like, why did you um, turn it off? Like, what how, what did I do? And I was like, it's the tone that you used to speak to your mother with.
1: Mm. I said,
2: you snapped at me immediately uh, in a tone that basically said, like, even though your words were like you didn't do it right, okay. That can be said in a different manner. I said, the tone in which you said it, it sounded like, Mom, you are stupid, and I hate you. And she was like, oh. Mm. I was like, so that tone, you don't use that tone with your mother. Right. You show some respect. So she got it. It's more about, like, how she's addressing me, even if she were to be like, "Um, oh, my gosh, Mom, or whatever. Like, that'd be one thing. Right. But for her to then, like, hit me with, ah, you don't even know what you're doing. And I was like, nope. Done. That's the, Those are like those really weird like boundary issues that pop up where like parenting is like a never ending process where I'm no. like, you got to nip it in the butt at seven because then you're going to get to 10 and now you have a total bitch of a kid on your hand.
0: Well, and you're teaching them about how to read a situation and right. how, you know, because you get some adults that you know that don't oh, know how yeah. to retone, and you're like, how are you so tone deaf and you not realize that what you're saying is completely rude is because right. no one ever stopped them to be like... From
2: being rude. That's not how
0: you talk to people. To another
2: human. And, like, even so, like, even if, like, you know, you go to a job, we've all we've all had coworkers where they will, like, mouth off to a boss. Oh, my gosh. And, like, you're just kind of sitting there like, are you serious
0: right now? How do now? you do... Why are you doing this? It's so awkward.
2: Someone didn't take the time when they were... Maya's age to be like, whoa, right. pull the reins in because that's not how you address someone that you need to be respectful to. Right.
0: If you want to stand up and they're doing something wrong, yes, right. but on just a regular everyday or, occurrence. Even
2: so, there's a way to do it. Absolutely. There is a respectful way to disagree or to show uh, frustration and it's not mouthing off or snapping at someone. You know,
0: I've always said there is a way to say anything Yeah, but it all comes down to tone.
2: You can even wait and then just be like, Mom, I was really frustrated that I couldn't watch the next video. And right. I would have been like, okay, I understand that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And I'm sorry that I didn't do it the right way. Maybe you could show me better. But, like, snapping at me, n- we not going to play that game.
0: And talk them feelings out. Yeah. Put some respect on it.
2: Re- put some respect on my name, girl.
0: Okay. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Holly, what's your social media?
2: Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And Holly on Hot 1015 on Facebook. Scott.
3: At Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N.
0: Mine is Miguel, M-I-G-U-E-L, Fuller, F-U-L-L-E-R. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Like I said earlier, make sure to send me an email if you want a Miguel and Holly sticker like Jenny did. Shouts out for our uh, San Diego contingency that started listening because of Uh, Kramer uh, from San Diego, her Mm. Certified Mama Boys podcast, who we're actually in a couple of weeks going to talk to him, catch up with him, and his co-host Jess, because they started a new show in Baltimore.
2: Good morning, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, I love it. So we're
0: going to chat with him and just catch up uh, about the radio biz out there and starting a new job. All right, we will see you next week or Friday. (laughs) Bye. Wait, (laughs) no, hold on. Let me just. You know, I really try to like leave with like clean, like boom, we're done.
3: Boop, 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 I it. like that it's not clean. No,
0: really that crazy. it's messy. I'm a horrible host.
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah, because it makes you real.
0: I, I, listen, I think I've shown them real enough. They know when I almost gave up my phone number this morning on uh, the air. true. All right, bye.
3: Catch
1: up, catch, up, catch, up. catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5.
2: Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search
1: Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.